Therapy is a safe space. Space for us both to grow. Mm. There's nothing that empowers me more with our community than just being who I am. What's good, everybody? How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? Hey, hey, hey. What's up? What's up? Hey, family. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So today we're going to talk about things that are just not that deep, right? So how we overcomplicate things, our overthinking, just all of that. So like, let's think about our day to day. Like, how many things do you like overcomplicate and just... We can start from just waking up in the morning Mm -hmm. and thinking about what I'm going to have for breakfast. Mm -hmm. And 90% of the time... I think about all the different things that I can do. Like I can make some cereal, I can grab some Chick-fil-A, or I can make a protein shake. And I just sit in the bed for 30 minutes thinking about that without doing anything about it. And then don't eat. And then don't eat. Hey, that sounds... Oh, my bad. It sounds a little corrective. My bad, my bad, my bad. That was a question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I would say that it can be from eating breakfast to... Figuring out which credit cards I want to pay off to figuring out what tomorrow looks like. Overthinking or complicating things or making things deep uh, is very easy. (laughs) It is. It is. It can consume us. What about you, Char? Yeah. For me, I think even just thinking about it from this week or today in general, it's like Mm -hmm. relaxation. Right? Mm -hmm. So overthinking or making things more deeper than it needs to be is like, what is relaxation? And why do I give myself a hard time if it's literally just laying down on my couch and scrolling on Instagram. Right. You know, I was having a conversation with a client earlier this week and we were talking about relaxation. I'm like, what does that look like for you? And I mean, like blank stare. I'm like, okay, let's see. Just Mm -hmm. throw some stuff out there. See what sticks on the wall. Um, Because it doesn't have to be that deep. Um, It doesn't have to be going to the spa (laughs) uh, or, you know, watching the sunset. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something definitely... I have made deeper than it needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> Such a, a relaxing, right? That's, right. It's supposed to relax, crazy. but you're overthinking. So then how are you relaxing? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm up the same alley. It's self-care. I mm-hmm. overthink what self-care is going to be like because of a they complex. Like they say we're supposed to take a bubble bath and just feel great. They say that we're supposed to relax and like have four square meals a day and 40 acres in a mule. Like, bro, I don't got it. I don't got it. And I don't know how to, I don't don't even want, I I just want half. Maybe I'm not even an overachiever. Like, you know, like just keep it simple. Like saying like, Oh, I'll take a bubble bath, but I don't like bubble baths. I don't even like being in the bath. Like it's just, (laughs) it's a lot. So it's just kind of understanding that self care can just be, nothing yeah literally can just be sitting on the couch watching tv all day that's self-care right that's awesome you know so when you think about like therapy and how we complicate things like or even when clients come in and they overcomplicate therapy like what do you think because sometimes it's not that deep Mm. yeah i mean i've had clients that come in with uh, an entire agenda Mm -hmm. i mean an entire agenda of um, what they want to talk about or hope to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I do this check-in at the beginning of every one of my sessions. You know, I have them pull out the feelings wheel and give me two positive emotions that capture their week and two um, negative emotions that capture their week. So mm-hmm. most of my clients know that that's coming. Mm-hmm. So 
that part is okay. But mm -hmm. when you come in and then, oh, here's the really overthinking part when mm -hmm. you try to do my job. Facts. Yeah. Try to do my job. Yeah. Like, Stop. <laughs> Stop. Please. Please. <laughs> so I think it can come in many different forms, but definitely complicating therapy from the standpoint of having your own agenda. Um, here's another thing, filtering what you say, right? Especially with those yeah. clients that we've been working with for, you know, more than six months, there's mm -hmm. a familiarity, there's a connection. Yeah. And um, I think that that plays a role into it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Going off of that, it's funny that you say that. A lot of clients say this to me, and I don't know if you all experience this mm -hmm. um, or if our audience can relate, mm -hmm. but clients who say, I don't know what you're doing today, doc, but we're not crying. Right. We're not on that soft <laughs> stuff. I'm like, oh, I didn't. Because I know what you up to. Put your tissues away. I'm like, hey, I have this theory in, 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 um, <laughs> in my practice where I will, in, in the first session, Mm -hmm. I will introduce a tissue box. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> so basically what I tell them is that I, I will not give you a tissue because I don't want it to be perceived that I'm trying to stop your flow. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, my God, please stop. I'm uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm trying to do. So it's here in case you want it. Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid of snot and tears yep. or any of those things. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm comfortable. I see it. It's not about me. Yeah. But if you want it, it's here. Right. Mm -hmm. So I go through that spiel with them. Mm -hmm. Cool. Every other session, I don't know where this, put this tissue box away. <laughs> I ain't going to be crying. <laughs> and every time. They cry. They about to fight you. <laughs> so get not mad, only. You get mad. Oh, why didn't you, anyway. oh, I can't stand you. Mm -hmm. I ain't nothing. You came and you keep coming to see me. I don't know why. Right. Crying ain't that deep, y'all. You know? So, you know. <laughs> so when you talk about like um, complicating therapy and then being filtered or, you know, having an agenda, the other thing too is, is like, like choking the process as well. Mm -hmm. Just if you're gonna cry, cry. If you're yeah. not gonna cry, it's okay too. Like that's yeah. not we're not the big bad wolf trying yeah. to make you cry. So right. I see that in my practice. You're better than me. I don't give tissue boxes. I actually hide the one in the office. Mm. Mm. I encourage them to cry and be vulnerable and be in that like quote unquote ugly stage because when you think about it, crying is a way for tension to leave the body. So why are we why are we stifling it? Stifling it, yeah. So no, I don't got no tissues. Yes, I'm a therapist. And fight me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you know, tissue box for my clients. Okay. Yeah, I, I hide it. Like I'm like, oh, I put it in that corner so they don't look that way. Mm -hmm. But that's what it is. But yeah, when I think about just how many clients again, it's just like that fixing mentality. Like oh, I need to fix this, I need to fix that, I need to fix this, and I need to do this all within a two- to three-month time frame. Excuse me, you done been this way for about 34, five years, and you want me to fix you in six months? I am not that good. And also, you're not broken. Yeah. Let's, let's just start there. Nothing's wrong with you. Mm -hmm. You just need better ways of doing things. So mm -hmm. you coming to me and it was like, X, Y, and Z, and we on a two- to three-month timeline? Baby, you on a two-, three-month timeline. I'm just watching you spiral. <laughs> and then when you hit the wall, I'm going to be like, all right, bro, what's up? You trying to work or not? Yeah. <laughs> and that's just kind of how it works. But mm -hmm. when we think about life, too, how many times do we overcomplicate life? Yeah. Our day-to-days of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In what ways do you guys think that you've personally made it difficult? Honestly, mm -hmm. just adulting. Like, we make this joke, like, in society overall, like, adulting is trash, adulting is ghetto, which it is. 
It very much so is. Zero out of ten would not recommend. But at the same time, it's really not that hard. We and other adults just make things complicated. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can have healthy relationships. It's just that we try to fix other people. Mm-hmm. We try to change other people. We try to force our boundaries or our thoughts or our beliefs on other people. Mm. And we want and we project ourselves onto other people, wanting them to give us the same back. When in reality, like, that person has showed you two or three times who they are. Why don't you just leave them alone or accept what they're at? Mm-hmm. That's a good point about um, life, right? Mm-hmm. And overcomplicating things. If, if someone is telling you something... Mm. Believing what they say the first time. Yep. Which is hard. It is. You know, but it shouldn't be that deep. Mm -hmm. That's pretty simple. Um, Most people tell us who they are if we're listening. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like if we just are that in tune with ourselves and with with listening Mm -hmm. and being an active listener, a lot of heartbreak we'd avoid. Mm. And I'm speaking from experience too. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm no, no, um, no, no different, mm-hmm. right, or above anybody else. But even in my personal life, when yeah. I think about my heartache and pain, I'm like, I have to take some accountability mm-hmm. of that because I made things difficult. This this guy told me already what he did or did told. not want, mm-hmm. and I felt like I'm different. He gonna change. He's me. gonna change. Yeah. He treats all the other girls like bayish, but but me. But he gives but me right. attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be hurt. You know? Mm-hmm. So definitely, definitely overcomplicated that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, too, bringing it back to the therapeutic environment, um, especially freshly in private practice, coming with my, my notes and my book and my plan. Baby. That's a way to overcomplicate mm. therapy mm. or measuring your client's progress according to your ability to assist or help. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be a way to overcomplicate it. So just as much as um, it's important for our clients not to have an agenda, and of course we need direction and we have to plan for our sessions, mm-hmm. but um, it doesn't have to be stoic. It doesn't have to be calculated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay to flow. Yeah. I think with life, we just put ourselves in a box, Period. We put ourselves in boxes and then we wonder why we can't get out of the box. We wonder why we're struggling. We wonder why things think things seem so rigid and just because we put ourselves in that rigid box. If you say the box is this high and you can't go past it, when you go past it, you're going to shame yourself. Mm-hmm. But check this out, right? When we don't have these boxes, think about it as society, we, we get flustered, right? If we don't have these labels, we don't have these titles, we don't have these very rigid, like, um... Mm-hmm rules or mm-hmm. or Should. yeah Should right not. i think that's when a lot of people get anxiety mm-hmm. like oh my god i'm supposed to do this and if i'm not doing it this way how can i i had a client earlier this week we were talking about um dating and she had a, a, a pretty tumultuous relationship that she got out of and mm-hmm. now she's open to meeting someone and wasn't looking mm-hmm. and then somebody came and mm-hmm. you know how that goes mm-hmm. and so she's like okay tashara mm-hmm. be honest with me if I was losing my shit, mm-hmm. you tell me, right? <laughs> I said no. I said probably wouldn't tell you that way, but yes, I'll, I will let you know if I'm concerned. If there is something clinically to be concerned about, yeah. and she's like, okay, well, I, I just, I don't, I just want to know that you know I'm not moving too fast or I'm not like boy crazy. I'm like, you're fine. Everything yeah. is cool. And we went through what would be. She's like, well, what would be concerning? And I went through that with her, but it's right. like. Because there's not like these very strict and stringent rules on like when it's okay to date again or mm-hmm. how do I know that I'm healed, mm-hmm. it freaks her out mm-hmm. because she's like, I just don't want to be toxic. 
I'm like, the fact that you're worried about not being toxic makes me not concerned about you. Right. And let's just kind of, let me piggyback on that, right? Toxic to who? Right? Are we really toxic or are we just hurt people that's hurting people? Some of my people that I talk to and used to date, y'all toxic. So (laughs) I hate this girl. Think about it. Yes, yes, we quote unquote like have these labels, right? But like, think about it. If we keep using these labels, a lot of people, I don't, I can't tell you how many people come to my office talking about some. This person's a narcissist. First of all, you know how hard it is to diagnose a narcissist. Very true. How hard? And the percentage of diagnosed narcissists in the United States. Stop calling everybody narcissist. Somebody with a strong sense of self will come off narcissistic. Mm-hmm. That don't mean that they're narcissists. It just means they're asshole. Yeah. Well, some people are narcissists. <laughs> <laughs> not, I'm not saying that there's not narcissists in the okay. world, but everybody ain't a narcissist. No, not everybody. You well, know that's a complicating like, thing. It's not that deep. So everybody who who wronged you is not trying to, what's the word everybody likes to use? Gaslight you. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, right. So mm-hmm. it's just flipping that because when we come to like intimate relationships, yes, I've dated some toxic men. I have been toxic. And I've been toxic. I have been toxic. I'm very firm on, I can't tell somebody how this relationship was so bad to me. I got to take accountability for myself. How did I allow this relationship to be so bad for me? Taking accountability. Because I I don't got no beef with nobody. It just, it is what it is. It ended, it ended. Am I sad? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do I go through a little depression, Mm -hmm. heartbreak, grief, all that good stuff that I'm supposed to go through? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, I also did it to myself, so I'm never gonna have that animosity or resentment towards that some towards that person. There may be a lack of closure in certain mm-hmm. aspects, but you know that's about it. Yeah, I think that's a great point, and it's like you know you <laughs> think about toxic, right? Mm-hmm. And then you think about taking responsibility. I always say that. When you take responsibility, it makes it just dirty water. That's it. <laughs> it ain't toxic. It's just dirty water. Dirty. <laughs> right. It ain't going to kill you, but it, it ain't dirty clean. water. Right. We mm-hmm. drink dirty water every day. We, yep. we can manage dirty water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's real good. And it's the same thing with family relationships. Like, let's mm-hmm. see how we, we overthink family relationships and dynamics. We have this mindset, especially in our community of color, like, oh, family is everything. They can abuse you. They can talk smack to you. They can talk to you any type of way, which is a major trigger for me. Um, <laughs> they can do whatever. This is a safe space. They can give you, oh, you have to drop everything for family. Why? It's not that deep. Mm. I can say no. I cannot overthink it. And I can also be anxious without overthinking it and just thinking, like, oh, if I say no, it's going to be a problem. No, mm-hmm. it's probably going to be a problem, but I'm still saying no. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. That's your boundary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Sometimes we over over um, think or make things more complicated when it comes to boundaries mm-hmm. um, or the practice of self-love and just healing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was talking to this guy that I'm getting to know mm-hmm. who's, you know, in um, considering to court me. And mm-hmm. we were talking about um, therapy and marriage and I asked him what's his perspective on it. Mm-hmm. And he told me and he's asked me for mine. So we talked a little bit about it. And then I asked him, I said, is divorce ever an option for you? Mm hmm. And he said, no, not really. What about you? I said, it's absolutely an option. Facts. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that I, I value myself. So mm-hmm. I'm not going into a, a potential marriage looking to be divorced, mm-hmm. but I won't take no foolishness. At all. Right. And so when it comes to boundaries, whether it's with 
romantic relationships, friendships, partnerships, or family, mm-hmm. knowing your self-worth is knowing I can love you, but I also love myself for myself more. Facts. And there's nothing that I'm going to take that's going to go against the way I'm going to treat myself. Mm-hmm. Right. So I get it because of how we're raised and culture. But mm-hmm. if we like, we really do complicate this thing. We yeah. do like no is a full sentence. It yeah. is period. Yeah. And I think it's important too, with, um, finding what your, your limit is. Right. Like, absolutely. like you said, like I absolutely would choose me first, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean I'm not going to try. Right. Like, I'm not expecting perfection. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting fuck ups. I'm not expecting it to be just, Peaches and cream, right? Because mm-hmm. you you have to have ebb and flow. Ebb right. and flow. That that's what makes a relationship. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But after you've done all you can, ah, come on, Donnie. Stand. <laughs> what would you do? Yes. <laughs> when you've done all you can. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not go to church here today. That's wild. But yeah, no, it's true. Mm-hmm. When you've done all you can, you gotta let it go, and you have to understand too that sometimes letting go still feels like you're giving up, but it doesn't mean that. Mm-hmm. Right? So I was like watching, um, I was like doom scrolling while I was waiting for y'all to come on here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was watching something on Instagram and this guy was like, I can still love you to the death of me, but not be with you. I can love you from the car. I can love you from a different state. I can love you from the cruise that I'm about to be on. I can love you on whatever I want to do, but also know that you are no longer welcomed in my space. And that's it. Like, Mm. we don't have to be that deep. Mm. Mm -hmm. Love don't got to be that deep. It don't. It don't. And that person's always going to have a place in your life because they were what you needed when you needed them. So are you always going to have a connection with them when you need that type of comfort? Yeah, because that person met that need at that time. Mm-hmm. So when you feel like you can't meet it, you're going to seek that person, that yeah. familiarity. And that's OK. But I love you on my next vacation. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I think to to kind of just use our platform as an example of mm-hmm. why I think a lot of things are not that deep. Mm-hmm. is like even how we came together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So there was an, an idea we all were agreeable to this idea mm-hmm. and we made it work and the turnaround was quick like yeah. I, I always like to say like it don't take god all day mm-hmm. right that's like my favorite saying that i used to like to say when i was in church like mm-hmm. all that like two three hours of wailing and crying you really <gasps> don't like Mm-mm. you know for those people who believe in god or who may be spiritual or religious like if you tap in you can feel god's presence mm-hmm. right it doesn't it's, it, exactly it don't mm-hmm. take for 15 hours um, and I think that's the same thing with our human relationships. Mm-hmm. If you partner with someone who mm-hmm. it, who is aligned, yeah, that's the piece. It literally, it's mm-hmm. it's like it's just it's beautiful. And so the issue is how we complicate it. We're trying to have these relationships and these partnerships with people that are not aligned, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Maybe they haven't gotten the revelation yet, or they're not in the same season as you. Okay, cool. And that's where we have that tension, and mm-hmm. then it just makes us have more heartbreak, yeah. makes life difficult. Yeah. So it, it really don't. It's not that deep. Yeah, it, it's not. Yeah, and I think you. Oh, did I? Oh, go ahead. Okay. Um, I think you hit a, hit the nail on the head because the overcomplication comes when we try to make everybody permanent people. Right. That too. Right. Some people may be in your life for a season, for a moment, for a lifetime, maybe for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You know, Shara and I have this, I won't say it's a joke, but this truth that we're collecting data. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so you get to know somebody, whether it's romantically, whether it's friendship, and it works out great. If it don't, you collect the data mm-hmm. for those two weeks, for those two months. You know what you like, you know what you don't like, you know what feels good, you know what don't Absolutely. feel good. Mm-hmm. It's not that he or she is this or they that or they bad people or they're narcissists. It just say you outlived the season. That's it. It wasn't a permanent person. They didn't That's abandon it. you? Didn't abandon Ooh. Because mm. that'd be the one. Mm-hmm. Right. Why you got to say abandoned? That's complicating it. Mm-hmm. Why can't it be that you two outgrew each other? Yep. You're no longer aligned. Mm-hmm. You no longer see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. Or we're just on different pages. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and that, that ties, ties into, into perception, per- right? Perception is everything. So if we are coming from a hurt, struggling, yeah. unaware sense mm-hmm. of self, we will project that onto other people. And now that's our perception. Mm-hmm. I call it like the new car thing, right? Like or our dream car. Like when we wanted that dream car, we see that dream car everywhere, right? Everywhere, right? I don't know about y'all, but my original dream car was a white Jeep Grand Cherokee with black rims. Okay. Okay. That was my, I saw that thing everywhere. Now, did I get it? Absolutely not. Uh It's fine. God wanted me to have bigger and better things. But at the same time, (laughs) y'all, at the same time, when you think about it, I was looking for that car. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's what I saw. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was open to any other car, I would have saw it. But now I'm like, you know what? Lost it's it. God. I've seen that car everywhere. It's God. I'm meant to have it. I ain't never got that car, y'all. I never got that car. <laughs> I got every other car but that car. And could have got that car. Could have got, got that car. Got to a place where I could have got it. And I was just like, yeah, no, I'm good. I want something else because I opened up my perception. Yeah. Yeah, that's right? what you wanted in that season. Amen. But you know, <laughs> now I drive a Beamer. Thanks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, no, it also ties into purpose. Like, what is your purpose in life? What are you seeking? What is your purpose in that relationship? What is your purpose in that friendship, that family dynamic, whatever, that job? What is your purpose? Because we overcomplicate those things as well. If you know that, hey, I'm working towards something greater and this job is just temporary, why you get mad every time you go to work? That's a good point. Right? Remember when we were in treatment? I used to tell Trina, like, she used to be like, Kima. I'd be like, girl, I just work here. <laughs> I just work here. I clock in. I clock out. That's it. I do my job. I run these groups. And then I'm done. Like, yeah. I just work here. I Do I love my clients? Yes. But at the same time, am I going to give everything and drain myself from my clients? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think you bring up a good point about complicating things and perception. Mm-hmm. A lot of what we do in therapy, I feel, is just helping shift people's perspective, mm-hmm. right? Reframing is the clinical term that mm-hmm. we use. And so is life challenging sometimes? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are there hard emotions that we have to deal with? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do we have to struggle through those hard things? Mm-hmm. We do not. Mm-hmm. Nope. We don't have to struggle, mm-hmm. right? Um, we don't have to look like what we're going through and none of those mm-hmm. things. So I think that I, it just kind of really sat with me when you talked about mm-hmm. perception, um, because I think that nothing, even death, is not that deep. Right. Ooh, we'll be here all night. Right? But it's about the perception that we give it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just in a point where I really want ease and flow in my life. Right. I truly want it in my life. And Mm -hmm. so I am a very intentional personally Mm -hmm. about guarding Mm -hmm. my mind Mm -hmm. because that is where we fight our biggest battles. Yeah, absolutely. 
And I think, too, with that purpose piece that you mentioned, you know, like, what is your purpose? Sometimes your purpose is just to show up. That's it. You know, I remember, y'all remember me talking about Claudia in the last episode. Mm -hmm. That's my therapist. And (laughs) she told me one time, she was like, Mm -hmm. Trina, what if in your next connection with, you know, whomever you date, what if you didn't show up? leading with what you can do we know you're smart we mm-hmm. know you're talented we know you can fix this and fix that mm-hmm. you can help them get the credit right you can do what if you just come as trina give mm-hmm. somebody an opportunity to just love you because of you right not what you can do mm-hmm. so sometimes we overcomplicate our relationships mm-hmm. like who are you beyond what you bring to the table absolutely like can you love me through my overthinking can you love me through the times where i'm moody can you love me through the days i don't want to talk to you right can you love me during the times that i make bad decisions or unhealthy decisions Mm -hmm. um through all of that Mm -hmm. and then what i can do is the cherry on the top right absolutely and i think that's all tied to like attachment styles and everything else Mm -hmm. like wanting to show our worth and prove ourselves and why we're worthy of being loved mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but even that's not that deep not that deep because if i'm giving myself all the love whatever love you give me is just a cherry on top like you said like top. so it's really not going to be that deep because my love for myself will exude in my presence mm-hmm. with you and our day-to-day interactions and my boundaries with people and yeah. my how I carry myself at work, mm-hmm. my how I carry myself at the grocery store when I go to Trader Joe's and people just be staring at me <laughs> looking at flowers. They're like, it will exude because I want my peonies. <laughs> so, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just kind of coming full circle and realizing that we as humans overcomplicate things because of our own lack and sense of self. Yeah, that's a good point. Absolutely. You know, so I don't know. Just telling y'all, everything you're stressing about is not that deep. Not at all. All right. Thanks for rocking with us. Thanks for rocking with us. We'll catch you on the next episode, guys. Bye. Mm-hmm.